career because you know i know you from here's k salon right. she's our you know k is our glam captain yep and she keeps us looking right because <laughs> she stay looking right um and so i've been following your acting career and just cheering you on thank you so this weekend you got the big roxanne roxanne movie coming out yes on it netflix actually dropped at 3 a.m this morning have you seen it yeah, the whole I, I thing. saw it in uh, Sundance Festival uh-huh. last January, and I was like, wait a minute, this is real. <laughs> and then I found out that Netflix was taking it, and I was like, okay, this is really real. Oh, my God. And then God. the premiere was on Monday. The uh-huh. New York premiere was on Monday. And I met Pharrell Williams, who's one of the producers. I saw the pictures. I saw the pictures, girl. He turned around. And before I could say anything, he was like, oh, my God, you did such an amazing job. Thank you so much. And I'm just sitting there speechless like, you know who I am, but do you know who you are? <laughs> like, I was just so excited. And even the after party, we were surrounded by so much love and so much of the, like, that real hip hop, uh-huh. you know, culture. Bismarck, he was the DJ for the after party. Girl, who told you this? Your mama. No. <laughs> like, I mean. I, who told you these people? I'm young. Because this is way I know before bit. your time. <laughs> I do know a little bit. I do know a little bit. But yeah, I was just honored to be in the presence of such greatness. And the cast, I mean, everybody did their part mm-hmm. to make this project what it is. So what was your role? Tell me your I role. I played Ronita, which is Shantae's best friend. Oh, so I was the one that was like, you know, always goofing off with her, went to all of her battle raps. Is she still around? Yes. Was she at the premiere too? Um, actually, what I found out last night was that I, my character was a combination of two of her best friends. Oh, okay. And it was funny because I had pretty much creative control of the character and she told me that. I like embodied both of them and I never got the chance to meet them, never got the chance to talk to them. And she never really explained, you know, the role that they played, but it was pretty much explained in the script. Oh, okay. So I was just myself, honestly, you know, I played the best friend, how I would be a best friend. Oh yeah. I'm so proud of you. But before this role, you were the beloved destiny. Yes. uh, Evans. On One Life to Live. Yep. And you've got, like, a fan base. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. I, um, First of all, I want to thank everybody that 
supported me then and is still supporting me now because, you know, as an artist, we need, you know, people who support us Mm -hmm. to help us keep going. Absolutely. And one thing I definitely love is that people in New Haven have always, you know, looked out for me. Mm -hmm. They've always been, you know, coming up to me whenever they see me. Even yesterday, someone came up to me and she's like, you look so familiar. And I was like, I do? Because the first thing in my mind is, okay, maybe I went to school with your daughter or something. (laughs) You know, it just doesn't dawn on me that people actually know who I am, like Mm -hmm. when they see my face. And she's like, did you go to school? Like, are you one of my students? And I'm like, no, I don't think I know you. But did you watch One Life to Live? And she's like, yes. I was like, I played Destiny. She's like, yes, you did. Oh, my God. And I was, I mean, it just brought back so many memories because I put in a lot of work. How long were you on that show? About three years and a few months. So you you were a teenager. Yeah, I started at 13. And so did you always know you wanted to be an actress? Yes. How did you know? When did you know? Um, well, the first show you put on in the backyard, when did pretty you know? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm kind of like the first granddaughter, the first niece, the first godchild in my family. And I have a huge family. Mm-hmm. But I'm more the local one in the tri-state area because my family pretty much makes up the tri-state area. <laughs> and backyard cookouts, birthday parties, christenings, anything you baby showers i was there in the middle doing something doing something performing not just because somebody told me to i was bored so you know i can't do quiet and my family's not quiet so you know so where did you go to high school did you go to i started at co-op okay and while i was at co-op is actually when i landed the role of destiny okay and at first i finished my um my freshman year at co-op i was going back and forth and then my mom was like you're going to go live with your aunt in New York. And I was like, okay. Because living in New York has always been my dream. Mm-hmm. Always. I've always wanted to live in New York because I know that's the hub where, you know, a lot of people get started. And I was like, if I'm there, maybe I could do it. And then I did it. So wow. It was pretty cool. And then I finished high school at Professional Performing Arts School, uh-huh. which is actually the the newest version of Fame. That's where they filmed like the dance scene in our dance room, which was all the way upstairs, and then the roof scene of mm-hmm. that movie as well. Oh, mm-hmm. so you know, you knew since very early on that this is what you wanted to do. Yes, and so you set your sights on pursuing this. Yes, um, it was fun for me. It still is fun for me. Uh-huh. Like it's never a job. It's never just a job. It's never just work. It's never just a script. It's something that I enjoy wholeheartedly. It's something that is fulfilling to me. So So what did your parents say when you said, I think I like to do this for real? My mom said, okay. Really? And she just made it happen. Yep. Um, I actually, when she realized that I was really serious about it, I started going to Swinging Stars um, Theater Camp. Mm -hmm. And that was maybe 13 years ago. I don't even think the camp is still around um, with Mr. Mikael and Miss Edie, two, two New Haven actors, an actor and an actress. And Miss um, Edie, I actually worked with in a, a separate theater troupe as well. 
and she was more musical theater mm-hmm. and all of the plays that we did were musical theater so and you sing do you sing a little bit okay <laughs> a little bit um like church choir singing singing in the shower type yeah a little bit um so when i went to the camp you know they hold on they do it as if you're in the acting industry already so you have to audition you have to prepare a piece you know you have to prove to them that you deserve the role that you're auditioning for there were so many people in the camp that myself and another friend of mine, Jade, who is still around, she goes to the dance school. She teaches at the dance school that I used to go to as well. And we ended up splitting the lead role of Adventure Island. And our character was Jim. My mom, I told my mom that, you know, I'm splitting the role with another person. And, you know, opening night, my mom came, my sister came, my grandma came, my dad came. And my mom couldn't tell which one I was. She didn't know which one was me because we were both you know, playing our role. <laughs> so that's when she realized, like, my child could do this. Wow. Like, And from that day on, she has been pushing me, even at times where it's like, because, you know, everybody gets to a point where it's like, I can't take no more rejection. I can't take any more. But th- talk about that. that. Talk, talk about that, Chanel, because you're young. And the, 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 the movie game, the acting game, is ripe for rejection at yes. every turn. Yes. For for every one yes, there's two thousand no's. Exactly. How do you? Uh, you know, I mean, it's hard for adults, seasoned adults, to sort of handle that level of rejection. What? How do you handle that? What What do you do? How do you keep yourself motivated to say, you know what, I'm in this game for real. Focus on the next one. Really? Yes. Just that easy. Um. It depends, because sometimes, you know, like, I'll get an audition for, like, a Martin Scorsese movie, and I'm like, I got to put in work for this. Like, I have to study. And the thing is, the way the industry is so fast-paced, sometimes you don't get that call for the audition till four hours before the audition. Wow. So it can be kind of difficult to actually prepare and do as much as you can in such a short time Mm -hmm. with such a short piece of something that, is going to be an hour and a half movie or a movie that has CGI or action or that's very emotional. So you have to be able to show, you know, the casting director or the director or the producer that you can do what they need you to do for two and a half months, two weeks, four days of filming in three minutes. Mm -hmm. And you're not the only one on that day alone, because a lot of audition processes happen over a month, maybe even longer, maybe some shorter. So you have to be able to show them why you're different from the 50 other people. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened when I um, auditioned for One Life to Live. I got the call maybe two days before and I was still in high school. So, you know, I got homework. <laughs> I got to make sure I get home on time. I was still young. So my mom was still, you know, telling me, you know, you can't do this. You can't do that. You know, I was being a kid because, you know, that's what you do at 13. So I got the audition and my mom's like, you need to focus on this. You need to do this. And I'm like, I have a paper due this weekend. Like, you know, so you get to that point where you're so young and you have to learn prioritizing. You have to learn time management so young because you have a career, Mm -hmm. but 13, 14 years old. So it's like when I was younger, I felt like I missed some of my childhood. But 
as I, every year I get older, I appreciate something new about the process. Mm-hmm. And every time I look back at it, that audition, I walked into the um, to ABC Studios that day, and it was just a revolving door of girls that looked like me, that didn't look like me, that were taller than me, shorter than me, prettier than me, in my opinion. You know, just... A, There's no one prettier than you. <laughs> no one. Well, I'm pretty like me, not pretty like anybody else. Everybody's pretty like themselves. And, you know, it was just a revolving door of girls. And so what did that do for your confidence? I mean, how do you, how do you, I mean, I have a tough time and I'm 54. So how do you do it? Tell, teach me. (laughs) (laughs) I told myself, you know what? Just do it. Just do it. Just like, like, just do it. Like, there are times where you don't have time to think. You don't have time to second guess yourself. You don't have time to have low confidence. You don't have time to, you know, think, okay, they're not going to take me. They're going to pick this girl that's next to me because she looks like she's working harder than me. At that moment in time, I was like, forget everything else and just do it. And it worked for me. It doesn't work every time, but that time it worked for me. Mm-hmm. I went in there. I did what I had to do. I left and we waited because I was still in Connecticut. We waited about an hour and a half, maybe two hours at my aunt's house because we were in Manhattan for the audition. Drove back to the Bronx, went to my aunt's house because just in case I did get the call back, I didn't want to have to go back to Connecticut and then have to find my way back into Manhattan the next day because I had school. <laughs> so we waited, we waited, we waited, didn't hear anything. And I was like, okay, well, you know, that's fine. Not three seconds after we walked into the door in Connecticut of my house, my agent called and said, you have a call back tomorrow afternoon for the same role. I yelled, I screamed. I was so happy because it's like, this is a soap opera. Like, this is legendary. Yes. And and they have, have a huge following. They do. And I have an opportunity to show these people, you know, I can be part of this. And it's good training, don't it's, you think? It was amazing training. Amazing. It's such a different realm of acting because being on stage and being in front of a camera, camera is completely different experience. Mm-hmm. Completely different. And... I believe that just because you know how to perform on a stage or you know how to perform in a black box, it doesn't translate the same way on a camera Mm -hmm. or on like on the soap operas on four cameras. So learning that versatility on set was definitely something that, you know, I keep near and dear to my heart because it was training. So you're there for three years Mm -hmm. and you decide to leave? No, actually, unfortunately, the um the sponsor for uh the show pulled out. I don't know why. I don't remember why, but it was I guess it was just that time. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of devastating because that's when I realized how strong and how dedicated the soap opera fans are. Yes. Because my inbox blew up. Are you going to go to General Hospital? Are you going to move to L.A.? What are you going to do next? You should go on this soap opera. You should go on that one. You should be on this show. And it's it's so funny, like, how people react from the outside looking in. Uh-huh. It's like they think you can just walk to your next door neighbor and be like, I want to be on this show now. Like, write me into this script, please. And, I mean, 
hopefully I, one day I get to the point where I can knock on a director's <laughs> door and say, can you write a movie for me, please? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I wasn't there yet. <laughs> um, and, you know, it was, I wasn't upset. I was actually very grateful for the experience and for all the relationships that I made, for the people that I met, and for the opportunity to, you know, show people what I love to do and mm-hmm. that I can do it. I like that. So how do you how do you discern what you do? How do you figure out like I know you get bombarded with script. You have an agent. Yes. And I'm and they're and I'm sure they're and I'm sure they're the first line of weeding out crap. Pretty much. But but you get stuff and you're like, I like this or I don't like this. Like how do you decide what you do? Um what's important to you when you make these kinds of decisions? decisions like i talk to actors and actresses all the time in in the course of my life and uh and some will say i won't do this or Mm -hmm. i'll do this or i want to do this so how do you decide what you want to do i asked my mom really honestly i I always you have a cool mom mom. yeah (laughs) i have one of the best mothers in the entire world mom if you're listening Oh, she's listening. Dearly. I know your mama listening. I appreciate listening. you. You're <laughs> awesome. And I'm sorry that you're tired because we got home late last night. But, you know, <laughs> all for the craft. Um, yeah, I always ask my mom. My agents send the auditions over and mm-hmm. it goes to me and my mom because my mom is also my manager. And, like, she'll tell me she'll, if she gets the chance to read it before I do, she's like, shit, do it. Do it. I think this one, this one's good. This one's good. And... She actually said that with Roxanne Roxanne and my mama can't do wrong. <laughs> she no. knows. Mama knows listen, best. Mama knows best. Listen, this is an like I read I went back last night and uh was reading some of the reviews. Mm-hmm. And the reviews are really, really good. It's this is like a slice of hip hop that we are missing. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, Roxanne Shantae was like probably the only woman in the game at that particular moment. You know, that opened the door for all these right. other sister rappers she was to the come only through. Teenager. She started yes. at nine and then she started getting big at thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. Like I think I saw a picture with you and her. Was she at yes. the I saw she, her? She was on set mm-hmm. almost the whole time. Oh really? And we filmed this movie in twenty three days. Wow. Twenty three days. So it was nonstop, back to back. So So they wasn't playing. Not at all. Not at all. It was Did you get go, to meet up? Masha Hala. Mahershala. Mahershala. Yes. With his beautiful he self. He is <laughs> so cool. He is so cool. He's so nice. And there's a scene where, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but it's one of the first scenes in the movie. And he comes up to us. And as we were filming that scene, he's like, you know what? I'm going to let y'all take over the scene. Y'all do what y'all do. And I'm going to just go off of that. And he said that to Shantae and I. And I was like, we supposed to be going off for you. You know what you're doing. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, let's work off for you. And he was like, no, y'all got this. I'm going to just work off of whatever y'all give me. And then it's like, do you know who you are? Like, I don't know. I guess that's just my thing is people like Mahershala. He's an, he's an actor just like you are. I, I mean, yes. And another thing I definitely want to say for everybody to hear, we are real people. Mm-hmm. We are normal. We mm-hmm. live lives. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a regular job. <laughs> I have bills to pay too. You know, 
the world doesn't stop being the world just because you know you looking at me on a screen so just disclaimer see that's the see that's you got some good parents who put that in you oh definitely that's some good raisin definitely. right there definitely. that's some good raisin definitely and it's honestly it's not just my parents i have one of the largest support systems like that i've ever seen mm-hmm. i have aunts who are just family friends that from day one have told me no matter what you know we got you i have god sisters and god brothers who you know support me and they're all doing their thing they're all in college some are running track some are you know like my little sister right now she's in alabama and oh she yeah she goes to tuskegee oh yeah we've and, got friends at tuskegee yep. And she is studying biology to become a medical examiner. And she FaceTimed me the other day and all her friends like bombarded her phone. And they're like, we're going to have a movie night. We're going to watch your movie. We're going to have popcorn. That's we're cool. So excited. And I, to me, it was such an honor because my sister is one of the dopest people in the world. She is the coolest kid. She is a stand up person. She's independent from since she was young, you can't tell Didi nothing. If she tell you she want to do something, she want to do something. Didi knew she wanted to be a medical examiner from Ooh. 10, 12 years old. Wow. She knew. That's heavy. She knew. <laughs> and Well, that's like you. Well, exactly. Same. Cut so, from the same cloth. She's ac- academic. I'm creative. But, you know, we both, I mean, we were raised. We didn't just grow up, mm-hmm. you know. So we were raised with values that, you know, put us first mm-hmm. and that put you know what's best for us first so tell me a little bit about the kinds of things that you want to do moving forward and what do you see out there that you like like i could see you on queen sugar <laughs> <laughs> oprah are you listening are, are you, <laughs> gail um, somebody ava you know, somebody somebody <laughs> um one thing i've always wanted to do and this is from young is my mom is from the island of Dominica mm-hmm. and I don't want to say nobody knows, but there's a large percentage of the world that doesn't know about Dominica and doesn't know what Dominica has to offer. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to help not just be the one person. I want to be able to help put Dominica on the social map, on the media map, mm-hmm. because we're an island that has a lot to offer. We're rich in culture. We're one of the only islands that still has indigenous people. So we have our Arawak Indians. We have a reserve. And that's a piece of history that you cannot find anywhere else in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. And with my the platform that I'm building, I want to do my best to make sure everyone knows, like, she comes from somewhere that, you know, has been through everything. You know, that produces everything. 21 Savage, his mom is from Dominica. He was born in Dominica. So we ha- like we can produce the same thing that Atlanta can produce, that Miami can produce, that California can produce. We are talented people as well. Like, we're here. We exist. And, you know, just the Caribbean as a whole, you know, because, you know, love my Caribbean culture. I love my Caribbean culture. I was on Blue Buds and... I used a piece of our traditional cloth, which is called madras, it's plaid, as a headband. Anytime I get the chance to represent Dominica in any way, I do it. Wow. That is so... Yeah. That is so... I, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's 
a level of maturity and thoughtfulness that I don't even see in adults. Like, I mean, you're an adult, but I'm talking <laughs> seasoned, seasoned folks. So, so what do you like best? Film, television, and have you done any theater? Um, when I was younger, I did a lot of musical theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Like, could you go to Broadway? Like, if they called you and said, Ooh. off Broadway, <laughs> off Broadway, because off Broadway is just as um, oh, definitely. prestigious as just being on definitely. Broadway. Definitely. Um, I mean, if I get, I'm a little rusty, <laughs> but if I do a few classes, I think I could do it. I did do, I did do a few auditions for a musical theater. Actually, I was just talking to my mom about it. I did an audition for a play that was supposed to take place in England. Like the setting of the play was England, and mm-hmm. I had to use my English accent. Give me some so, of my English accent. Give me some English accent. Are you sure? Give me some. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> you know I I can do it. It's just you know I, I have love to be able it to get into it. That's pretty good, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I do have family in England, so you know. I just channel them. Just channel them. <laughs> yeah. Just channel them. Um. So yeah, I did the audition and. I kind of just did it for fun mm-hmm. because I'm not as into musical theater as I was when I was younger. But I'm like, you know what? Let me see if I still got it. Mm-hmm. So I did the audition and I told my mom it went really well. And the next day I got a call back and I was like, I can't do it. Okay, cool. I didn't get the part, but you I got, got the, the call, call back. back. And I was like, that's all I need to know. That's all right. That's all I need to know. I like that. <laughs> so, so how do you stay grounded? Like, what do you have a, a, a practice or a faith or because i i worked in this business a long time you know working with uh celebrities and entertainment public relations way back in the day when i was over at essence and i saw people come through i saw stars rise i saw stars crash and burn how do you safeguard your spirit and your life from those kinds of things i mean i i'm not asking you to look into the future i'm just (laughs) what do you do now to sort of Keep yourself healthy and sane and whole. Um, again, my mom, mm-hmm. she she makes sure. Um, when I started on One Life to Live, she was driving me to set one day and she goes, Chin, promise me something. And I was like, what? I thought she was going to make me like pay a bill or, <laughs> you know, like promise me, make me promise Clean her that I would never leave or something. <laughs> and she goes, Promise me you won't let it get to you. I was younger, so I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, just stay like you. Just don't don't let it get to your head. Don't, you know, get to the point where you end up like some of the other people, like you said, that rose and fell mm-hmm. and caused themselves to fall. Mm-hmm. And I said... Because there's, there's a lot of stories of young people getting into this business with starry eyes yep. and stardust in their mm-hmm. hair and... yeah. It, you know. it, it's a lot, especially being young. It's a lot. And I think what helps is to have the people around you not put that in your head. Okay. Because you are what you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. So having people around me. And you don't family, have a you don't have a stage mother who was like pushing you for her own game. No, not at all. You know, because I've seen all. that, too. Not at all. You know, the mother always wanted to be the star, so, but she's pushing the daughter out there. Right. No. I know your mama, so I know she's not doing that. No, not at all. <laughs> and my mom's not going to allow anybody no. else to do it either. Not at all. Not at all. My mom has always been, you know, 
my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never work. It's never like I said. It's never just work. You know, she knows I'm her daughter. She knows my limits. She knows, you know, how far I can go, and she'll push me further than I know to push myself, further than I can push myself, sometimes further than I want to push myself because she knows I can do it. She knows I can handle it, and she knows it won't hurt me in any way. It'll only help me. And my mom is also the one, you know, there are, I do get auditions where, you know, it says partial nudity, some nudity, whatever. And my mom's like, um, no. No. Take it back. Take it back. And she will, e- like, most of the time, I email my agents back. You know, I copy her on the email. But when those come around, when it's something that she doesn't agree with, she emails them immediately. So have you kissed on screen? I have. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going like to live. <laughs> yep. I'm going like to live. Um, it's not as... Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not as weird as people think because, I mean... It's in the script. I know. Script. It's in the script. It's yeah. a million people. So it's not like you're in some quiet space. It's 50 million people around right. you. And you got to get on angle. And you <laughs> Exactly. What I will tell you was really awkward for me. My character, Destiny, got pregnant on the show. On no, no, yeah, no, no, She was pregnant. My mom came to set the day my character had to give birth. And she's like, there you go. You practice. You don't need to do it now. Oh. That's that's all she said. She's like, you did that, you know, for fake. Now, don't do it for real. And I'm like, okay. And it was just weird. Like, I'm pretending to scream, pretending to push. And then they say cut. And I turn over and I see my mom cracking up. Like, she's just laughing. <laughs> because it's like, she's watching her 18-year-old daughter pretend to give birth. And mm-hmm. she's like, you have no idea. I'm like, I don't want to have an idea. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. So, So this brings me to my next question. So... Do you have a personal life? Of course. <laughs> of course. Everyone has a personal life. Like friends and dating and parties and good times and hanging out. Um, and Well, you know, I am 24. So, okay. you know, I live the and life of a 24 And you don't look 24. I don't. You look, <laughs> I'm telling you, you look about 15. Yeah. But that's just black girl magic. You know, we never look how we look. Black don't crack. So, so, you, so, you're, so you're hanging out. Do you live on your own? I live with my grandma. Oh, she spoils me. How sweet is that? Yeah, my grandma is like my best friend, Mm -hmm. my ride or die, my rock. She actually came to Utah with me because I was afraid to fly by myself. (laughs) So my grandma came to Utah with me for Sunday. This is from a child whose people were from Dominica. How do you think you get to Dominica? (laughs) I've been going since I was 18 months old. (laughs) The reason why I wanted my grandma to come with me to Utah, she was the first person I ever got on a plane with. Okay. Because my grandma. That's nice. So. She's been my traveling partner from time. So when she came to Utah with me, it was just like, oh, my grandma. So now, do you think about marriage? Do you think about a family? I do. Because. Because 24 is not 18. Right. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So 24 is where I think young women start to think about those kinds of things. Yeah, I do. Um. I do think about it, but I think I'm still at the point where it's just career. A you want you want to. Yeah, I want. There's things you want to accomplish. I'm not done establishing myself. Yeah. And I can't establish myself while, you know, trying to establish somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to be able to do for myself what someone wants me to do for me. Okay. Like I need to be able to, you know, love myself as much as someone loves 
me. I like that. You know, keep that spirit, girl. I'm I'm trying. Keep that. And the spirit. thing is, in this day and age, with social media, and you know, being a young black girl, a young black woman, it's hard. Yeah. Do, now let me let me let me ask you about bullying. Did oh. you have that experience? I did. Really? I did. Now you can just two fingers up somebody, the haters now, right? <laughs> Saying. Um, <laughs> so how did you deal with that? Because that seems to be a big deal. It's a I took very my big daughter Margot, who is, you know Margot. I yeah. think you know Margot. Yeah. She's 16. And we mm-hmm. went to see a wrinkle in time. Mm-hmm. And in a wrinkle of time, um, this the girl is bullied. The mm-hmm. star of the movie is bullied. And they show how she's bullied. Mm-hmm. And I was so taken aback about the level of bullying. And Margot said to me, Wow, that that's what happens every day. Every and I day. was like, what? Yep. Kids how do harsh. you survive that? How did how did you survive that? Um <laughs> My sister was my bodyguard. <laughs> to be completely honest, <laughs> Didi doesn't take anything from anybody. Uh-huh. And if Didi's your friend, Didi is your friend. If Didi likes you, Didi likes you and that's it. You have a friend for life. You have a bodyguard. You have a ride or die. You have a best friend. You have a sister. And I don't think she knows how much I actually do appreciate that from her because we went, my sister, and I, I mean, as all sisters do, we went through a rough patch. She actually admitted to me that when I moved to New York to start uh, to live in New York for um, One Life to Live, she felt as though I left her. Mm-hmm. Because my sister's five years younger than me. Mm-hmm. So she So felt, you could see how she felt that. Right. Okay. And I don't want to say she hated me, but she was close. Yeah. It was it was rough. And then we got to a point where I guess she kind of got to a point where she understood why. She she grew up a she little bit. She grew up a little bit. Right. Okay. And again, she's five years younger than me. I was eighteen when the show ended, which means she was only 13. Yeah. So between the ages of 10 a, and 13. that's a tender age. Right. Right. And yeah. she was able to, to learn and understand that. So, you know, it, mm-hmm. it kind of shocked me because you don't expect that from a 10, 11, 12, 13 year old. And it just, I don't know. It just made me appreciate her a lot more. Um, but as far as within myself, um, I, when I was younger, I did write, I did write, I wrote in a journal and when I say I, I wrote, I just wrote like mm-hmm. anything that came to mind, I would just write it. And was it helpful? Yes. Do you still journal? I still journal. I did start again. I stopped for a very long time <laughs> because what I realized was I was afraid to actually deal with what was bothering me. Mm-hmm. So as I grew up, I like you grow up and you realize just like, you know, you grow up, you realize you have to pay your bills, you realize you have to go to work. You realize, you know, if you want to feel good, you know, you got to take a shower, you know, you got to brush your teeth. It's just like that. Mm-hmm. You know, in order for to make yourself feel better so that you're not depending on someone to make you feel better, mm-hmm. you have to do it. Okay. And whatever that is, writing music, painting, dancing, acting, writing in a journal, painting your nails a hundred times in one day. Whatever it is, as long as it's positive and not harmful to you or anyone around you, do it. Mm-hmm. It's for you. Your personal health comes first. Your mental health comes hold, first. Hold that forever. Yes. Like hold that in your mind forever. So what sort of films that you are watching these days? Like what do you like? 
What do you like on television? What do you like at the movies? Have you been to Wakanda? Wakanda forever. Of course, Wakanda forever. <laughs> forever and ever and ever and ever. Um, to be honest, my favorite movie is Finding Nemo. Oh, my God. That is my favorite movie. And before that, it was The Lion King. Of course. The Lion King dropped in 1994. 1994 is the best year. Yes. Like, nothing tops 1994. <laughs> nothing. No, nobody can tell me anything tops 1994. Oh, my Lord. But, <laughs> and I think what it is, is like, it's an animation, yes, but... Uh, lots of people love it. Right. Because a lot of people can relate to that father-son yes. bond. Yes. And even if it's not a father and son, people can relate to a daughter and father, daughter and mother, or old, even older sisters, cousins, people can relate to that. And it's like, you would never want to lose the person that helped you become who you are. Mm -hmm. Like, if I couldn't find my mom for an hour, I get scared when I can't find my mom in the grocery store <laughs> for five minutes and she's the next hour over. I could not imagine, I could not imagine being in a completely different state, country, um, continent than mm -hmm. my mom and not knowing where she was. So that movie means a lot to it you. It means a lot to Oh, me. lots of people love this movie and feel it. some kind of way about it. I really do. You know. But I, I do love Disney movies. I love yes. animation. And you'd be a good Disney girl. Oh, thank you. You'd be a good, cute thank Disney you. girl. Thank you. I hope Disney's listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, but um, I also like, I love action movies. Like oh, what? I love action. Like, would you do one? I don't of see course. Many, I don't see many black women in action movies, though. I set a goal, New Year's, that if by 2019 I'm not at least auditioning for an action role, I need to be in an action movie. Mm -hmm. Like, that's my goal for myself. I'm getting to a point where I'm starting to set goals. Like, I'm going to work towards what I want to be in. Mm -hmm. And by 2019, I want to be either auditioning for my first action role or doing my first action role. I kind of like... So now, do you think about beyond acting? Do you think about, you know what? I could produce something. I could get behind the camera. Ooh. I could write something. Um, I do think about it. I mean, it. Ava DuVernay and Julie Dash and these sisters are out there right. making product. I do think about it. I do think about it. And again, if... I believe my the first piece that I would want to do would be a piece based on Dominica. And where mm -hmm. I come from. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I do think about... I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm, it's still just a thought. Uh -huh. But the thought is processing. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Well, what I it. find when, when people start their own production companies is that they've been told no. Yeah. And they've, they've been shopping a project, shopping a project. And then it's like, you know what? I'm just going to put my own project out right. there, you know, and do that. So, yeah, I'm... So it's what a little nerve-wracking, but... I think it is a little nerve-wracking. Yeah. So what about the business of what you do? How versed or how much do you know about the business side of what you do? Um, Again, as much as my mama tells me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because she is... Your manager? One, yeah, she's the manager. She's the one that... And you she know, negotiates your, your, your money? At first, yeah. I mean, in the acting world, you know, you have to have somebody... Because I was so young, you have to have somebody, you know to co-sign, make sure everything's kosher. And she did that. And I've been with my agency for nine years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So from day one, she made sure everything was kosher. 
and we made sure we spelled it out you know no sex no nudity no this no that mm -hmm. and you know do as, you think that will change as you get older um like if you're yeah. 30 and you're like yeah. you know, some when steamy love scene kind of thing when i get to a certain point 28 26 maybe I'm not going to put an age on it because then that means by that time I have to say uh, yes or no. So I'm going to take it project it by project. Yeah, it is something that, you know, I have thought about. Mm -hmm. And for me and the way I was raised and the way I grow up, allowing yourself to be in that moment, allowing yourself to share yourself with someone or even though, even if it's just simulated, even if it's just, you know, partial is not something that is just willy nilly. Mm -hmm. It's something that, you know, you think about, you take time to think about. It's something that, you know, you interview the person, you know, that you're going to be sharing yourself with or allowing to, you know, connect with you in a certain way. Because, you know, you have to protect yourself. And I'm not at the point yet where I can say, you know, it's for my craft. I'm not yet at that point. Not for something that's, you know, special to me. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm special to me. You are. And <laughs> I, I want to have that personal experience first mm -hmm. of, you know, loving someone and dealing with something like that with someone I want to share it with. Mm -hmm. Like I want to experience it so that when I do it, it's real. I when I pretend it's real, I, I want it to come from somewhere that, you know, is genuine. Mm -hmm. Cause I don't want to just do it just to do it. And you know, there, it, that can be something, there are little things that can ruin a performance. And no matter how good, if even if it's the last scene of the movie, no matter how good you did throughout the whole movie, if that last sex scene is trash, everybody going to tell you your movie was trash. <laughs> and I want to get to a point where, you know, people enjoy and appreciate everything I do. Mm -hmm. So. So who's your who's your who who are you digging? What actors are you digging right now? Like, who do you like? Everybody. Because everybody's just so good. Like, I just, it's just like, wow, I want to do that too. Like, I'm still at that point where it's like, I'm watching a movie and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Well, you're in good company. I mean, you're, I mean, you're an actor, you're an actor and you're in yeah. good company, right? Um, Actually, while I was on set for Roxanne, Roxanne, we were in the hair and makeup trailer and I got to speak to Nia Long. She was sitting next to me and I turned to her and I said, um, can I ask you a question? She said, sure, what's up? I said, how did you deal with, you know, playing the girl next door or playing the best friend or playing the supporting role? Because I felt, at that point, I felt like I was stuck. I told her I felt like, I feel like I'm stuck always being the best friend. I'm and, stuck and that's always. A, and I had this conversation um the other day with someone mm -hmm. that that's a lot of where black actresses have been for a moment. Right. Right. We've been the, the jovial friend. Right. You know, we're never the love interest. Mm -hmm. You know, we're never, you know, we're right. always the villain friend right. or the non-sex friend or right. so. So, yeah. Right. So that's a real thing to be to yeah. say. So I asked her and she said. 
you're gonna feel that way for a while but it's because something else is coming and she said take it for what it is and don't downplay it take that role and do it make it your best Mm -hmm. and always make it your best and then she said it'll come Mm -hmm. well she's you know she's listen she spent her time being you know, right. Will Smith's girlfriend in the Fresh Prince. Right. And she was, you know, <laughs> right. And then right. she had a breakout role in, in Love Jones. And, right. and so she just kind of took off. But mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, but that's a real thing. And that's and you're not imagining that. No, that's real. Yeah. You know, and it it gave me even more ammunition to, you know, do this and to want to keep doing it and to want to keep doing it with my whole heart, my whole soul, my whole mind. And it's just like, you know what? She did it. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why I can't do it. So I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a play a little something with you. Mm-hmm. So you're at the Oscars. Whew. One uh, day. One day. And I opened the envelope and I was like, you know, best actress in a dramatic role goes to Chanel Edmonds. <laughs> and you get up there. What do you say? Who are, you, who are you thinking? Who are you thanking? Besides Babs, but who? <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I would have to take a second to stop crying <laughs> and, like, you know, calm myself down because, you know. Now, you don't got a whole lot of time because they will play right, you out. They will play that music <laughs> with the quickness. I've seen it happen. You've and seen I laugh it to the best time. of them. Yes. <laughs> um, thank God. Thank my mom, my family, my entire family. Thank my best friend because that girl has stayed up with me on FaceTime. She goes to school in Boston. Uh-huh. She has stayed up with me on FaceTime to help me memorize lines. She has That's called a good me friend. on FaceTime to help me film self-tapes to send in and just made it work. Like, I've been able to depend on her nonstop, mm-hmm. no matter what. She will even surprise me. Like, if I tell her I'm going to an audition in the city and she's home for whatever because she's from the Bronx. If she's home for whatever reason, she will show up at the front door of the audition space. And I'll just be like, what are you doing here? She's like, I'll just come in, you know, wish you good luck. And I'm like, that's a good you're friend. You're dope. Like, you're you're so dope. Listen, like, I love if you. you're Oprah and you got a Gale, that's a good friend. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I'm pretty much, well, you know, we're at the point where we're kind of obsessed with Rihanna. So. Me too. She's, she's like, you're my Rihanna and I'm Melissa. And I'm like. <laughs> Any day, any day, I'm with it. Cool, cool. So yeah, I would definitely thank my best friend, my sister, because when I get to a point sometimes where I'm like, I'm tired. My sister's like, shut up and do it. Literally, just shut up and do it. Like mm-hmm. you know, you want to do it, do it. This is what you do, do it. So I want to thank her for always being that person, like <laughs> you know, the tough love person. I want to thank. My whole family, my grandma, my grandpa. Yes. It's too many of y'all to list, but all of y'all. Okay. Don't anybody And feel now like, the music is playing us out. Exactly. See? Look at See? that. And thank <laughs> the Academy. Thank my directors. <laughs> all right, Harry, you heard that? That's the cue. We're going to play us out. <laughs> Chanel Edmonds, I wish you every success, my thank dear. Thank you so much. You are beautiful. You know how I feel about you. I'm so happy that Kay made this happen, that yes. I could talk to you. Yes. So, Kay, what time is the the, the, the party at your place? Today? Yes. I, can I bring my own beverages? Of course. <laughs> <laughs>
So I'm gonna come. I can't wait. And we gonna see the movie. We gonna watch the movie. Yep. Oh, I'm so I I can't I couldn't be prouder. I'm so appreciative that you could spend time with me today. Thank you so much because I know you you're very me. busy and and this will be a podcast and it'll be up. And I know your mama got a mean social media game. Man, listen, <laughs> she my mother is worse than me. Whoa, I'm telling wait, you. your mama texted me yesterday talking about Bass. Where you gonna be posted up? Because I wanna and I told her within an hour and then I went out. I had a I went out with a friend to, mm -hmm. to the theater and by the time I got home it was after 1 o'clock in the morning so I was like Lord Jesus I got to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and get this right and sure enough your mama was on it yep. so I'm your mama yep. <laughs> yes 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 so thank you so much for your time thank and you I for wish wish me. wish you every success thank every you. success and you are welcome to come back here jab and talk whatever you want <laughs> thank anytime you so much. anytime anything i could do to help you i want to do it thank all right you. harry i'm gonna play us out and uh thank you Kay, for bringing her thank you miss Kay. and i will see you all uh next week <laughs> 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 <laughs>